Good morning. You're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. So welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we're with Coldwell Banker Seward Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. Yes, we are. And how about those snowflakes this last week? Yes, winter has come. It's still coming. Slowly, slowly. It's coming slowly. It's those small little baby steps to get us ready for the onslaught of the tree, three billion of its friends. Santa's coming. And Santa is coming. Mm-hmm. But not today. No, but today we do have... A very nice gentleman who knows how to rock the beard. And that is how I have been introduced to him, or he has been introduced many, many times as the man who can rock a beard. And so today we have Patrick Getterman. Hopefully I said that right. You did, yeah. All right. So Patrick's here in, in the office with us, and we are talking about summertime activities. We are gonna hit up though on winter because winter is coming. Awesome. But we're going to start with our summertime activities because when it is 40 degrees outside, it's always good to kind of talk about the snow or the sand, the sandy beaches and what you guys do for Northwood Paddle. Yeah, and it gives you a feel like today where it's 46 degrees. I tell you what, I'm driving back from Stevens Point and this is no joke. I have two motorcycles in front of me. So, you know, yeah. So it's 46, you know, for if it's 46 for someone from Florida, you know, they're bundled up. 46 or some from Wisconsin. We bring yeah. out their motorcycles. Yeah, they're yet. still uh, riding, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, Northward ultimately, yeah, we started as a summer business. And you started what, about a year ago or two years? Actually, 2015. 2015. So you've been around for a little, for a while. Yeah, about five years, a little over five, technically. Um, we started as a the side hustle, you know, the side gig. That's mm-hmm. how this began. That's how a lot of things start is, you know what, I'm just, I got my main job here and I just got this little fun little project that I just kind of tinker in. Yeah. It's a tinkering part. It's a tinkering. It's what you love to do versus what you have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, a job versus, you know, your hobby. Right. Yeah. That's ultimately how, how we started. And actually our partner, our main partner at the time was Sand Valley. That's, you know, our, how the whole thing kind of snowballed. It's the GM at the time asked, Hey, you know, I know you're big into kayaking. Would you ever kind of help cater to people from Sand Valley. Boy, that's a, that's a t- <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? That's a, I love that's the kayak, a right? Yeah. It was it's like an easy question, but then it started like, you know, okay, if this is going to be a business, it has to be a business. You know, mm-hmm. you have to, you're, you're either all in or you're all out. Right. You know, it's one of the two. So yeah, that's, we started and then it has grown exponentially over the last five years mm-hmm. and continues to. Excellent. So we're going to kind of talk, talk about the summer. Yep. So summertime, and I know that you have a couple locations. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Lake Wazicha. Awesome. Yeah. So Lake Wazicha. So where do you set up for Lake Wazicha? Sure. We're in the far east end, and the actual name for our area is called Portage Point. And I guess it's because when the bridge, you know, to go over the bridge, it's you have to portage your canoe or kayak. But that's if you were to Google it or look on any map, it's called Portage Point. It's also marked that way from the Parks Department. So if you call up Wood County Parks, who's our, you know, that's we partner with down there. Hey, where is Portage Point? They're going to direct you to the far east end. Okay. And what's unique about that area is if you've ever been down to the east end, it's, there's a big sandbar in front of you. I mean, a very large sandbar, mm-hmm. which makes large boats. It's difficult for them to get down by us. So for first timers, kids, families, it's such a great location because it's safe. You know, they're, they're able to go out without being, you know, have a ski boat next to you and you can practice forever and then you can go on the big lake. So it really gives you, it's just an idea for anybody beginner, but if you're advanced, it's a great place to load in. It's a nice flat area, mm-hmm. lots, you know, plenty of parking. So it's really kind of a, a good niche, a good niche place for us. So once the, and I know that you register online. So if I was going to go and I wanted to kayak with my two kids, we go online to northwoodpaddle.com. It's go northward.com. Okay. Yep. So I just go there and I just click on, I'm going to be going to Wazicha and I need three kayaks and it's all done electronically. So when I get there, it's all set up. It's ready to go. I've signed a couple waivers online or do I have to do that in person? 
Great question. So yeah, all of it, everything we have is, is online. That okay. includes your booking and that helps us to see really who's showing up. Um, you know, sizes, shapes, ages, heights, weights, all those things matter for a kayak. We want to fit you with the best thing possible. Um, but also, yeah, you know, payments, we can pay online and then you get a registration email, which has your waiver in there. You electronically sign that. So when you show up, you are getting in the water within minutes. You're not trying to, you know, have your cash with you or have a credit card with you, run it back to your car. It makes it easy just to, hey, we can just get out of the car, get our life jackets on. You do get a, a small instruction. And if you need more, we will give you a longer instruction and you're hopping in the water. So. And your staff is there. Even if I'm driving by, I'm like, hey, cool. They're out. Let's just swing by. Let's stop in. Your staff is able to help the non-tech like me, savvy people of they can help me through that process online on our phones. So that way we can get everything going pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, we do allow walk-ups that someone can just walk up and pay with, with cash or card. We have the availability there. Reason we always like the online registration is just, we can, we can tailor their experience better. Okay. But yeah, we, you can always come and we, and that helps us tracking our online. We can see where people are from. That's actually a really unique tool that the county, the chamber uses because when they fill out, you know, not, yeah, I'm this tall, I'm this big, I'm this much experienced. It also asks, where are you from? And have you, you know, do you live in Wisconsin Rapids? A couple, they're optional questions. Mm-hmm. Most people choose to, to answer them. So what's the, the furthest um, person have you seen so far? France. Okay. Oh, yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of people from overseas. Really? A lot of people. So, I mean, it's, it's it, I think a lot of it is the universities. Okay. Um, whether it be point or that's, I know a lot of them are here teaching, but yeah, a lot of people from overseas. Um, but yeah, we've had Australia, a lot of people and they're not, they're not living here. Mm-hmm. They're visiting. So okay. it's, it's nice though. Cause that's also where you see the phone number and where are you from? New Zealand. And we get a chance to talk with them and, you know, have a good conversation, fun conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I'm just here visiting. That's kind of cool to know that people want to come to Wisconsin Rapids yeah. know, from not just out of state, I mean, out of the country. That's wild. Yes. It is. So I know that uh, Carrie and I, a bunch of years ago, found ourselves in Winona, Minnesota. And you know, nice, uh, the lake that they were on is bigger than, than Wazicha, but it was still that same atmosphere. And the local municipality was doing this, the rental thing, kind of like what you're doing. Sure. And we came back and we're like, that's such a great idea. Well, it was so nice. I mean, we needed something to do for our youngest to keep him entertained. And so they had kayak rentals. And unfortunately, he was like a year younger than he could go out on his own. Mm-hmm. So every single time he wanted to go out, one of us had to go with him. Sure. And they're like, you don't have to paddle. You just need to be in the kayak on the lake. You don't have to follow him around. But I think it was like 10 bucks for like half hour or 45 minutes. And so they had an air horn. So they, they got everybody set up of, you know, there are 10 kayaks and everybody went out kayaked around and when the air horn went off you're you came in and the next wave went out so that way it wasn't you know one kid there all day long playing with a kayak around that way they can kind of filter everybody through and everybody got their turn yeah, so it was kind of neat that's interesting that's interesting we we toyed with the uh, air horn well seeing that's what was gonna be my next question i'm like okay so i'm there with my two kids and you know we're out there i'm like how long do we, how long do we have this kayak? I mean, can we just sit in the kayak all day long and make you guys watch us play in kayaks? Or is it like a time limit of, you know, it's, you know, 10 bucks an hour or whatever the fee is per hour that you're out there. Yeah. And that's really a good point is most people, they have no clue how long they want to kayak or how long they really can kayak. Mm -hmm. So yeah, everything we have is a hourly rate. Okay. So you can rent by one hour, two hours, three hours, or all day. All day is common for anybody staying at the campground at Lake Wazicha. The walkover, they can bring it back. You know, they can kind of come and go to their site. It's really ideal. We encourage them to take their phones with them. We also supply, it's a small rental fee, a waterproof phone bag. Okay. So it floats, and a lot of people have tested it over the years. <laughs> they do float. They are waterproof, not water-resistant. So we, they, t- they take that out. It acts mm-hmm. as two things. One is it's their timer. It's their air horn. Mm-hmm. You know, they, and I tell them, hey, right now put a timer for hour 45. This is how long it takes to get you know, 15 minutes back. But also if something were to happen, 
you know, hey, it's good to have a way to call or contact somebody. Remember, you're in the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. If you see something happening, you're a steward of the lake as well. You know, a boat gets too close to you, they have a, there's a registration number on there. Take a picture of it, report that. There's ways of, you know, it's, it's also a safety thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if they get overwhelmed, they need to get to shore, they can contact Northward. We can pick them up. We can accommodate. So you do keep like a little bit of a motorboat out there so that way if, you know, the, the youngest one of the group thinks that they can make it all the way across and they can't and now they're super tired and crying, you can go get them oh, and yeah. bring them We've home. We've had staff had to retrieve. It's not, it's uncommon, you know, because most of the time they notice, okay, we're not, we don't even see the end of the lake yet. Okay, maybe we should turn around. Or sure. my arms are kind of like jello now. Maybe we should turn around. Mm-hmm. Most people have a self-awareness that they know I need to turn around and start heading back. But our most common time actually is two hours. Okay. So that's because they want to go out and not just kayak, but go to the beach. Mm-hmm. And that's what's nice is there's things to do on the lake. Right. It's not just a, you know, you, I'm on the water. I can park at the beach. I can play at the beach. I can go mini golfing. I can get some ice cream. I can get back. Yep. I really think uh, Lake Wazicha happens to be one of our um, hidden gems. Hidden gems, yeah. And, and people don't don't think it's as amazing as it is, but even just as a, a sporting lake, like you're talking about, it's phenomenal. Oh, not, it not to mention the water skiing stuff that we do. I mean, just as an all around lake, it's really really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. It's it's a full recreation lake. You know, you have the water ski show, but a lot of fishermen are still out there. Yep. You yeah. know, you do have the silent sports, and I think. You know, it's not just the hidden gem, but the walking path, biking path around mm-hmm. Wazicha into rapids. A lot of people just say, hey, I was walking around Wazicha. I was biking around Wazicha. That's how I saw you. That's how I know what you're, where you guys are. That trail is a abs- – that's the gem of rapids to me. It really and is. And I'm just really surprised. We did a walk – or the Southwood County Humane Society did their, their walk around the lake. And I was just amazed of how many people starting at seven o'clock in the morning are actually out on that, wa- on that walking path, just out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a busy, it's a busy lake at seven o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. And so it's kind of amazing to see how well used that lake is. Absolutely. And that's a point like, you know, the Green Circle is a very common visited walking, biking trail in Stevens Point. Mm-hmm. I equate this one to just as good you know, really is, you know, what we have and how long it is and the different nature, you know, the scenic things that could have you walk through. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not highly publicized. We don't have a name. It, you know, it's, it's called the trail around Wazicha, I think. I don't know. I know. It's like <laughs> the walking like path around Wazicha. <laughs> I mean, not really, I don't think there is a name for it. It's just the walking path. I think so. At Wazicha. And I'm not sure. I don't think that's part of the Ottawagam Trail. No, it is not. So it it's is so its own little unique thing. Right. And the nice thing is, is there's only seven properties that are on that. So that whole entire walking path is all on county owned property. So that is like super nice if we do have that ability to be able to walk around that beautiful lake without interrupting homeowners and being able to see nearly 95% of it. I think there's only 5% where you're not near the water. Yeah, you're right. And now with like the added um, disc golf they have there. Mm-hmm. Right? That thing is, I mean, it's popular 24-7. Yes. There's always cars there. Always mm-hmm. cars, always playing. That's such a growing sport for this area. It's great. But that's in the, the course they have down there. You know, I've talked to a lot of disc golfers. It's very popular. They have tournaments down there. Mm-hmm. It's very popular. Yeah. You know, so, and you can. You can ride your bike from town to Wazicha on that trail. You know, you're not ever on the road, really. Right. It's got part. a really nice, you know, path, the the. They went through and they updated the sidewalks to make it larger so that way you can go all the way there. And I believe there's even talk from Grand Rapids to extending like the snowmobile trail. Yeah, on the uh, so that way it gets road a, bed behind the Lions Club. Yeah, so that way, you know, we get a little second. bit more. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really neat. It goes behind a United Ambulance and the Lions Club and kind of skirts there and pops in, uh, crosses over 48th, and then kind of continues over to Wazicha area. So it's an old road, it's old mm-hmm. railroad bed, you said? I believe so, yeah. Wow. So kind of like the Elroy Sparta Trail. Mm-hmm. That, a lot of that is old railroad yep. bed that's been transformed into bike and biking, walking. Very cool.
just Stevens Point because I know that you do the Pacelli. Well, or what is it called? I yeah, yeah. So for summer, we are at Iverson. Iverson, Iverson Park. Park. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's there's so many. I was gonna say we always <laughs> did the cross country meet. The Pacelli cross country oh. meet was always there, so it was always the Pacelli place. Right. So okay, Iverson Park. There that's, we go. I just so totally dated myself, but yeah. Okay, Iverson Park. Well, that's funny you say about the Pacelli cross country because I tell you when cross country shows up to your park. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean, they take it over. Oh, yes. And we're very serious about it, too. I mean, we're serious about our running. We're serious about everything. So, yeah. That's pretty. But, yeah, that's our other location. Okay. And that is a much different experience than a lake. You know, lake, you start and end at the same place. You know, so your car is where your car is. You know, up in point, it's a a trip. So we have multiple trips that either you start at Iverson and you kayak down to McDill Pond or McDill Lake. Okay. A lot of people, locals call it McDill Pond. It's a lake. And then our shuttle picks you up and brings you back. Okay. So that's great for beginners. You get a little bit of a river and a little bit of a lake. It's about a couple hours. And then we have, um, it's definitely an advanced trip where we take you upstream to Jordan Park. And you, you're in Alaska. You know, you are in, you don't see any homes. There are pri- a lot of private properties. Okay. You know, so you're not a lot of, you know, city parks or anything like that. The Green Circle does come close to that, or it comes by it, I guess, a few times. But that's more advanced because, you know, there are some navigation issues, trees, the occasional black bear. I'm joking, not the occasional black bear. That'd be kind of cute. <laughs> like, but, oh, look at that. Let's call Patrick. It is cute, <laughs> Take right? a picture and send it to, to Patrick. That's what we saw. <laughs> but, you, I mean, the birds, you are in nature. And a lot of times when people get done with that, they, they're just so eager to tell you a story. We were here and we saw this. We were here. We saw this. I mean, a blue heron. Oh, I've never seen a blue heron. We're not from Wisconsin. You know, I've heard about them. They've okay. seen green herons. They've, they've seen eagles. You know, eagles will, they feed. They nest there. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a very fun trip. But all those do, you know, we're shuttling people around. And then our fall is actually the Wisconsin River. Okay. Where we'll take you up to the top part of the river and you paddle down to, you know, Buchold Park. That's really our fall trip because of the colors. Okay. You know, you can be on the water for a couple hours in the backwater of the Wisconsin River, so no big boats, and you're not being inundated by fishing boats or ski boats. And you are, once again, you're in Alaska. You're in the middle of nowhere. Well, we just got back from Alaska, so we know what oh, that wow. really looks like. So Now, can you feel the jealousy? Uh-huh, yeah, I don't know if yeah. this is on TV, you could see it. Right. Wow. <laughs> Very cool. No, and we actually took a trip around the outside of Denali. Uh, Denali. Oh, wow. So yeah. the park up there, yeah, it was just Gorgeous phenomenal. Park. And I, again, the gems of Wisconsin, it, it is so much, there's, there's little pockets of Wisconsin that are just that remote feeling, you know, like you say, and it's cool to have it here locally too. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's a good point. Honestly, Ben is this is local, you know, we're close being in central Wisconsin. It's we're close to everything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a quick 20 minute drive or 15 minute drive. It's no different than driving across town for the most part to get to a lot of these places. So, yeah, definitely point is, you look at our visitors in Wisconsin Rapids, about 50% of people are not from the area. And when I say the area, they're hour or two hours away. Okay. So, you know, a lot of people from Wausau, a lot of people from that area come down mm-hmm. here. A lot of people from Madison actually come up here. Green Bay and La Crosse, we get a lot of those, about half. Point, we're about 95% people not from Wisconsin. Okay. So okay. Not, I mean, they're from everywhere. And that's what's really fun is, you know, you're in the van with them for at least 10 minutes, if not sometimes 15 to the longer trip. You hear everything. I've had, the, I've had choir in there, Bible groups. I mean, people who don't, I mean, they don't speak English, but the, or they, they want to talk to you. Just a lot of fun people, a lot of fun groups. It's a blast. And I'm the lucky driver. So I get to, oh, we sing. Oh, it's wild. It's fun. I was going to say, now I'm almost, you know. Summer better get here soon, it's just so I can experience a Stevens Point bus ride. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. But it's and that's what we want people to have a good experience. You so know, from personal. the from the Stevens Point one, I mean, I remember Iverson Park. Mm-hmm. Is there like a map where you kind of like you give the once you get in the kayak, you get a map so that way you know when it kind of forks off a little bit past the park area, you know that you're supposed to take the right one, not the left one, and. <laughs> Now we're going down a dam and got the rapids and the waterfalls and we actually end up at the end point, not like some weird place. 
Wow. That's the, isn't that the fun part about kayaking? You know, the unknown? No. But we... I'd be calling <laughs> Patrick every 10 minutes. Okay, I just passed the log that looks like a turtle. Is that right? <laughs> and that's actually a good point. What we... A lot of people ask, hey, do I have, is there a map? There's really no right or wrong way from the, the plover specifically okay. for point. There's really no right or wrong way. That's okay. a good part. It all kind of, if you go to the left, we're, we're supposed to go to the right, eventually it'll meet back up. Okay. It's kind of really neat that way is you can't get lost. You know, it, at times you feel like, hey, I don't see the end. But once again, we, we say the same thing, the floating phone bags, we can get a hold of them. You know, so we have their phone number for when they registered. Mm-hmm. If they're not back in a couple hours, we can retrieve them or ask, you know, call them. Where are you guys? But they can also, you know, take pictures, see what the end point is. So usually we will, before they go out, we'll have them take their phones out. We'll mark the ending. Just to p- drop a pin on their map and they know where to, where to get to. Okay. But there's good, you know, we tell them, hey, look for felt lumber. We give them signs. Okay. You know, a lot of times just landmarks like the golf course, mm-hmm. the train trestles, those things. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to be going under a train trestle. That's right. I'm supposed to be, you know, looking for power lines. And they gets them to think also where they are in the whole, whole step process. process. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because, I mean, I think of the Crystal River. We always used to take the boys, you know, over at Ding's Dock. You know, you drop them off. And at some point, three hours away, you're supposed to, you know, find the end mm-hmm. and about halfway through it's like oh shoot are, are we making the correct time are we you know did we get to that i'm like okay well i know if we haven't portage yet well at least we haven't gotten to that part and then maybe you know a couple situations later is where we should end up but there's always that moment in any trip it's like okay did we pass the place i mean did we really pass the place or or not even though they have the gigantic you know eight by eight sign that says dings dock call home or, you know, call us sign. Yeah. We always kind of do that panic attack somewhere in there of, Oh shoot, we got lost. A lot of people do, right. you know, that's especially the upper stretch where you're in the, you're in the water for three to four and sometimes longer hours. Oh, wow. So with that, you, your phone is handy for sure. Like, but okay, where am I in this river? I think I'm half, you know, you ended our dock. So that's the good part. We actually put a time limit. The last boat goes out at, this is the summer, obviously, goes out at five. Okay. Meaning, okay, they're back by eight. It's a safety thing. You know, never kayak in the dark. They're not lit. They don't right. have stern and bow lights. Mm-hmm. You can kayak in the dark. We not will never recommended. Allow, we yep. will never allow someone to do it on our dime or on their dime, technically. <laughs> but that's just it. We have certain set times where if it takes them five hours, it takes them five hours. You know, and that's how we have to be honest with them when we bring them up there. Hey, there are navigation, you know, you'll have to duck under a tree. You know, there's times where you might have to get out if the water's low. There's times where you might have to go over if the water's high. You might have to portage. Mm-hmm. But once again, take your time, have fun. We'll see you at the end. You know, Excellent. And there are cars at the end for the long trip, so they, they have time. That's a lot of team building. Uh, Godorzi, Century, a lot of schools, Pacelli actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of schools and, I mean, team building. A lot of groups come with us for that trip. And we provide a guide if they want it. We do have a guide that can always take people out. They're mainly there for safety, um, some reassurance. He talks a little bit about the nature, but team building, they do their own thing a lot of times. You know, they're talking and, you know, they're, they're doing team building. That's a lot of also those trips, too. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, Coldwell Sea, where I can see team building up there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you know, I would need to take someone along. So the way when it comes to the portage or, or lifting things, that would not be like the whole entire. I mean, how much does these kayaks weigh? So, I mean, that's, you know, the other thing, too. If, you know, not allowed to lift a whole lot or, you know, got back problems or that sort of thing. I mean, you know, how much do these kayaks weigh? Are, are you having flashings or to like Navy SEAL training, you know, where you got to like huff them over your shoulder through something like, five like miles. that, or I'm just kind of going the whole entire, oh shoot, if I did this, um, I'd be looking at the portage going, yeah, Patrick, come get me. I'm done. I tapped out. <laughs> I mean, kayaks are, they're light ish. They're, you know, 40 to 50 pounds. But once again, you're, you're sitting in it in the water. So it's not so much lifting it, it's, getting out of it so it's not like the canoes where they're 150 pounds and you know that sort of thing i mean they're they're fairly light yeah they're fairly light but they're also long i mean they're minimum 10 if not 14 feet long they're unwieldy that's the Mm -hmm. best that's the word i use that's that's unwieldy Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, remember, you're also in the water to have fun. You're in the summer. So if you were to tip over, this is not the rushing rapids. You know, there's no rapids. It's actually flat water. Nice. What I really like about it is you could stand up and you're not over your head for the most, you know, a couple of spots. Yes. But for the most part, no, you're not. So you can get to shore. It's still a fun, safe river that a lot of people get done. They have tipped over. They're laughing about it. They are, they are, they're ecstatic how fun that was. They're soaking wet, you know, but once again, they have, they plan for it. And we try mm-hmm. to encourage them to plan for it. You hey, know, bring your snacks along. Yep. Because if it's five hours, I mean, you're going to need some snacks. Yep. You're going to need some beverages. Yep. Probably, preferably non-alcoholic. You know, we're okay with whatever you bring. You know, a kayak can only hold so much. So if someone wanted to bring beer, they're more than welcome. Well, you can get that little toe behind, you know, cooler. Absolutely. <laughs> they can. Some people do. But at four to five hours, you're paddling. And it's a little trick. I mean, I've, I've brought beer on mine. Don't worry. Yeah, I've done it. Trying to paddle, hold your paddle, get a beer. It's a, I mean, it's a maneuver. And then don't lose your paddle in the process. Correct. So people don't drink as much as they think they're going to when they want to. They, yeah, they'll bring beer with them. They get done. How much you have? One. So yeah, <laughs> definitely, you know, water. You can bring whatever with. Okay. Snacks. But it's also, I mean, you're, you're under the cover of trees for the most part, but they're still... In an hour, probably you're in the sunlight. So bug spray, sunscreen, hat is handy. But come planning like you're going to a beach. You're kayaking. You're not going home for dinner. So swim trunks are great, you know, but also a shirt. So Mm -hmm. don't come, you know, shirtless. It's nice to have people, you know, prepared. So that's, and we try, when you get your confirmation email that says, hey, you've booked from two to five or you booked from two to seven. That's, you know, the timeframes they can go. Hey, you should bring this. You should do this. And we try to really push that a lot in our registration emails. Come prepared. It makes your experience better. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So now kind of falls a little bit all over with, and we're starting to head into this winter period. So I'm assuming that we kind of slowed down a little bit with the kayaking. We have. And what are the plans for the wintertime? I and mean, what can we do with Northwood Paddle for wintertime? I would love to say hibernate. Um <laughs> Okay, that's where I am. Yeah, at. I know. <laughs> well, this and it's crazy because su- summer is our is a fun time. Winter is, uh, in my opinion, it's it's more fun for us. Okay, you know, I can't use the word funner. You know, I wanted to there for a minute. Right. <laughs> we do a lot in the winter. So our number one is we do snowshoe trips. Oh, so oh. that's we. It's very common that we'll take people to, I mean, different places. Our most popular is heading up to, um, oh, it's just north of Boston now, of course, at Blank. Uh, but it's on the Stony Acres. Okay. So it's on the farm pizza, on the farm beer. He does a little, tri- you know, it's a mile little trek through. But we'll take people up. They can eat, have a beer, snowshoe, and we bring them back. But you can also rent. You know, we rent a lot of snowshoes to Sand Valley. We rent snowshoes to Arrowhead. And then... You can go there and snowshoe. They a lot of them have loops or trail systems. Did not know that. It makes a lot of sense though. You yeah. got all that area that you can't throw a white golf ball on because it's covered in snow. So yeah, yeah, trek around it. Yeah, a lot of snowshoe events. And then we partner with local, you know, a lot of local businesses or local not for profits. Mm-hmm. Like this last year, we did the we had the Southwood County Main Society. Um, we also did the Aqua Skiers. Mm-hmm. So we did two snowshoe events at Anchor Bay. Both of those were candlelit ones where we have, it's a lit path. It's candlelit path. It's really, it's fun. You know, it's cover of darkness. You go out, we supply hot chocolate. We supply the snowshoes, but it's to raise money for the something. Mm-hmm. Aqua skiers. I like that. So but we do one for Lake Arrowhead. Okay. Same thing. That's part of their snow blast. Okay. We'll rent snowshoes. Now this year we we're offering kick sleds along with that. So someone can rent a kick sled. What is a kick sled? It's really, you've seen a dog sled. Yes. So it's a dog sled without the dogs. Oh, okay. So you see when someone starts to go out on a dog sled, they'll kick a few times. Right. That's really what a kick sled is. So it's a skateboard for snow. It is. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. It's super popular in Finland, Sweden. It's very popular. So we now offer, same thing, you know, it's, we have them at events. People can try them out. It's, it's a really fun it's a little compact. And surprisingly, a lot of people still train their dogs with these kick sleds. So if one dog, if you have a dog and you want to get them exercise, you can tie them to your kick sled and have them pull you around. It's 
they love it. It's a blast. So a lot of it, it it's trips, it's events. Okay. That's a, definitely a lot of our, that's our mainstay for the winter. Okay. Um, but it's one of many facets of what we do for the winter. We manage Powers Bluff for the concessions and tube rentals. Okay. So if you're going to Powers Bluff Tubing Hill, I think they technically call it Powers Bluff Outdoor Winter Recreation County Park. Wow, okay. That's a mouthful. Yes, yeah. it is. And I probably screwed that up. But it's owned by Wood County. And yet it's a cool little, it's got a lot, very large lodge, mm-hmm. fireplaces on both sides. Yeah. You know, a four lane tubing run and then also a ski hill. And then we, we do concessions and then we're the ones who you come and rent tubes from. So okay. that's, that's a lot of, our, of course, our, you know, cause that's open weekends. We're open for parties, birthday parties, anything like that, Christmas parties. That's Powers Bluff. Nice. And now new for this year, we have Gerke Park, which you probably know it's, mm-hmm. we have uh, outdoor ice skating rinks. Nice. So we have a hockey rink and uh, just a recreation rink, non-boarded, open, you know, and then an associated warming house. So you're definitely not busy at all during the wintertime, it no. sounds like. No, not at all. That's why I say I like to hibernate because well, it, it's, it's baptism by fire. You are, as soon as snow comes or as soon as winter hits, we have several locations, a lot of events. We're moving, we're moving and shaking. Now with your ice rink, do you have to build the ice rink itself? Are you the ones laying down the, the water to get the ice rink and building yeah. that? So it's very similar to our Lake Wazicha partnership or Powers Bluff. You know, Lake Wazicha and Powers Bluff are both Wood County owned. Mm-hmm. And then we partner with them. Same thing with, you know, Iverson Park, where we do the kayaking point. And with Gerke, that's owned by the city. We partner with them. They take care of, you know, putting the ice out. Okay. They build everything for us. You know, we really kind of manage the place. You know, we hire the employees. We, you know, we do ice skate rentals. And that's, we actually purchase all of our ice skates from Hazard Hockey here in town. Okay. okay. So they're, they're at Southwood County Rec Center. Mm-hmm. They're the local pro shop. So that's where we purchase all of our stuff from, and he sharpens them for us. But now that's our, our new rental is ice skates. So that's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, very cool. It's nice. going to be a good winter. It is. I think we might have to take a field trip. Right? And, and like you say, so many people from Wisconsin Rapids head over to Stevens Point. And, um, you know, this is a real estate show, so we got to touch on housing. And we, we see that as far as the housing as well, because it's a little bit less expensive to purchase. Um, per square foot here in Rapids, and the commute is the same distance as you're going to Nakusa. Mm-hmm. You can just head over to Stevens Point. Yeah, that's a great great point. Is you know I a lot of times head up Highway 66. Mm-hmm. It's it's beautiful. It's a very pretty drive. It's a very pretty drive. And yeah, you're you're there in under 20 minutes. You know, there's no big semis. That's great travel up to Point. That's a very common trek. So you don't you know heading out 54, fighting big traffic, big wind. I like 66 route. You mm-hmm. know. It's, it's pretty year year round. Yeah. So it is. it's you know it definitely is never a boring drive of oh good we're back on this road again. I mean it's it's pretty year round. It is. Have you seen the white deer on that? No, I have not seen that one yet. There are that there's a lot of white deer, and I'm not sure if they're albinos. You know you can't tell from the road, right? But I'll see one or two weekly driving up there. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. Oh, it's it's a fun drive up. So yeah, point to here. Yeah, it's. We're neighboring, partnering communities. Mm-hmm. So do you have ice up in, in Stevens Point yet, or is it still too warm out? It's definitely too warm out. <laughs> I was working in t-shirt today. I'm like, man. Well, I know today was December. like 50 degrees, and yeah, it's we're in t-shirts today. It's the 2nd of December today, and, and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think this happened last year, too. There was a bit of snow and then a warm up, and then we were back into winter again. Yeah. Yeah, we really didn't get snow until January. We had just enough for Christmas where I could stay in Wisconsin. Right. As I said, you know, there's no point staying in here where, you know, the air hurts your face if there's no snow for Christmas. So we very got true. that and I'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. This last year and this year seem to be trending very similar as far as weather patterns we've had. But, you know, like I said, it's going to be here in no time. I know they're talking potential four inches of snow for the Point Marshfield area mm-hmm. Saturday night into Sunday. So. It's my girlfriend's 40th birthday party oh, okay. Saturday night. So nothing like driving home in the snow <laughs> after that. Happy birthday. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. I think I can say that, right? You know? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> You're good there. But it's, that's, yeah, it's going to be here. You know, a couple, four or five inches of snow, 
And yeah, we're tubing, you know, a couple, and really we'll start making ice. It can be thirties during the day. It just has to be in the teens at night. Okay. Cause it doesn't melt a, a ton when it's 34 degrees mm-hmm. a little bit, but then it just, you know, solidifies so much more at night. So which one do you look forward for the most? The wintertime activities or the summer kayaking activities? And I know I get, I do get beat up by a lot of our staff and my family. I love the hockey rink now we have. Okay. I I love ice skating. It's it's a blast. I love playing hockey. Plus there's other you can play broomball there. We have broomball leagues, which if, if have you guys ever played broomball? I have seen it. I've never played it. Never played in high school or no, middle no, school or no. grade school. Wow. It was like a staple when I grew up. You know, it's either broomball or street hockey. That's that's what you do. Yeah, no, we were, uh, we were runners. So we either had, during the fall was cross country, during the wintertime was basketball, during the summer or during the spring was track and field. Ah. So it's where we were at. Northern Wisconsin, I mean, we had to be on ice. So that's, but it's fun. So broomball. You don't have to wear skates. So yeah. if you've never skated or have a fear of skating, nice. You just boots. And you play very similar to hockey, but you have brooms. Brooms and a larger, almost like the size of a soccer ball. Okay. So larger goal. It's just a lot more fun. So winter leagues for that, it's just it's a blast. And as soon as we posted on Facebook, we were getting inundated with text, phone calls. You know, I had this guy that works at Shippy Shoes and he says, you know, I blew my knees out playing basketball. I, I can't play basketball anymore, but I can sure shuffle my feet around on that ice. So he's he's got two teams, and it's a blast. And nice. The warming house, it's a, it's one of the first buildings of Point. So it's a very old, it's got some really cool nostalgic feel to it. Yeah. So it's just, it's neat being inside of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I had shelves built in today for our hockey skates, and our shelf builder's like, wow, this place is just, it's cool. Does it have a fireplace? It does not. Okay. <laughs> The city code tells me I can't. Oh. But it's, that's, yeah, nothing like Powers. Powers has the really gorgeous And then do you have to chop all the wood for that? Or does, you know, so wood are you county. chopping wood here too? Absolutely not. That's, that's, I'll, I'll <laughs> clap or take my hat off for Wood County doing that. That's definitely the park staff that takes care of me for uh, keeping me warm at Powers Bluff. Yeah, we have furnaces up at the warming house. Okay. But that's, it's a lot of fun. I know, I know, same thing. I put TVs in our warming house. Not everyone likes to skate. You can sit inside, let your kids skate. You can sit inside, watch TV. It's nice and warm in there. You know, we'll have birthday parties there. You can have a ice skating birthday party. That's why I like. I really like the ice skating rinks. You know, it's it's fun. You know, it's because everyone thinks in the winter, what do I do? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not a snowmobiler. I don't want to go ice fishing. There's a lot of good opportunities to take advantage of outdoors in the winter, from snowshoeing, kick sledding. There's a lot of stuff. Sounds like fun. Absolutely. I know we were doing, you know, a lot of promotion here in the city of Wisconsin Rapids for the Aquatic Center, and they do some, you know, skating events. And I know there's a, over by the Mead School on the west side, we've got a small rink over there too. Mm-hmm. So, and this just gives more options, you know. And that's a great point. Do you know, and I'm curious, does our, the of those rinks have ice skate rentals? I believe the one by the Aquatic Center does, correct? I believe it does. I believe so. When we did our tour, I think you, Carrie, actually asked that specific question. I think so, because we found a whole bunch of ice skates in our basement. We just wanted to know what to do with them because we're not going to be using them. So, you know, where do you donate all these used, you know, old school ice skates? You know, if they're renting them out, you know, take donations so that way you don't have to buy as many. Right. So I believe that they do. That's very cool. Yeah, that aquatic center really is a, I, I live right by it. Okay. So other than hearing the booms from Witter Field during the Rafters game, I love that aquatic center. I love it. We loved when we lived on 11th. So we got to hear the Rafters in our backyard. I mean, it was great. It would you didn't have to have the radio on. We noticed over the years they've learned how to turn the volume down a little <laughs> bit more, so I don't know cuz in the beginning, we definitely could hear them. 
And the last couple of years that we lived there, it was a little bit harder to hear, but it was always great for the fireworks. Oh, it's it's awesome. I love it. And we're a big supporter of them. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're on D Street, so we're next door there. to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, yeah, having, we can walk to the Aquatic Center. You can walk to Witterfield. It's a central part of town. It's, that's what, no, another one of those, it's newly built gems. You know, I, yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. really great. Yeah, they did a great, great job of renovating there and then also adding on to it with the water park and then also the skate park that was been there for years. You know, so yeah, point being a real estate show, I can tell you, when I looked at buying homes or looked at homes, man, if I, my kids can walk to that place, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's worth his weight in gold, mm-hmm. you know, that well, it's safe. And- that was one of the reasons why we bought the house on 11th. I had two kids and... I knew I was going to be working and I wanted them to be, you know, within a decent walking distance. So half a mile was Lincoln. Half a mile was the library. Everything was a half a mile away from that these kids needed. So if they needed to go get a frozen pizza, they could just walk over to cops and and get it. And it was only a half mile. So, I mean, it was literally, I took the argument out of it of mom, it's too far to walk because it was only a half mile. Yeah. Or, or mom, can you drive me to wherever? Right. Right. Uh, I know Julianne, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. Yeah, her kid, he bikes to Lincoln. That's yeah. thing. You're close to everything. Yeah. You know, being in town. And a lot of people ask, why don't you want to live in the country? I don't know. I like that I could walk to wherever. I like mm-hmm. that I can walk to get coffee. I like I can walk with my kid to the aquatic center. I like that. Yeah. You know, walkability, larger cities, walk, you know, walkability scores. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure rapids, you know, there are good points for that mm-hmm. where you can walk to the grocery store i don't want to have to take my van or my truck out when i don't have to right i love that part well at the new place we're a half a mile from lake Wazicha, so it's just a quick shot down 64th and then once we get there it's another half mile to the ice cream stop so i mean you walk a walk a mile and get some ice cream and walk home and it's worth you know stopping and getting some ice cream and i think if we take a left at the lake it's only another Three quarters of a mile to get over to to the, get to uh, his place. Yeah, to the kayaks. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Well, that was one of the things um, Carrie and I were talking about was wanting to get into some of these water sport activities, but not wanting to invest the money right away. It's like, well, let's rent. You know, let rent it and maybe a little bit of instruction. Is like you said, goes with it. So that would make you know, kind of dip your toe in the water, see if you really like it or not. Yeah, and really, that's. You know, when we started with Sand Valley, it was that, you know, people want to, you know, they're visiting here. They're not traveling with their kayaks. Right. They like to, you know, they don't want to buy one for up here. They right. just want to rent. So it was a idea. It wasn't, believe it or not, wasn't my idea to start this business. Oh, wow. Whose yeah. was it? Yeah. It was a GM of Sand Valley, the past GM. Okay. He convinced me. He's like, yeah, you like to do that so much. And I love doing it. Well, do it for a business. Do it for a job. Well, five years later, yeah, I'm doing it for a job. So it worked out good, but that's really, it is, that's a, our main marketing point is, hey, you don't have to buy, you know, and sure. have it set all back and wonder, man, I wish I went to paid. If I'm only going to use it one or two times a year, exactly. why not just, you know, hook up with Northwood Paddle and they can hang on to it for me and we can go have, have a good time whenever we need to. Right. It's new. It's clean. You know, all our stuff is very high quality. You know, we have variations of you know, from the snowshoes, different sizes, from the kayaks, different sizes, different variations, sit-ins, sit-ons, tandems. We just have everything you can try, you know. So if I want to buy one, but I want to try a tandem, I want to try a sit-in or a, a sit-on, it gives them options just to try out. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and it, you know, having, it's not just storing it or buying it, it's transporting it. Right. You know, most kayaks, you know, you buy them at a, a Walmart or a, a farm and fleet, they're 10 feet long. You know, 10 feet is the smallest kayak most people should have. We tell people buy a 12 or a 14. They track better. They're more comfortable, more creature comforts mm-hmm. if you can afford it. But now you're transporting something that's probably longer than your car. Yeah. Yep. So how do you plan on tying it down? Do you have a roof rack? That's more investment. So that's what we like to take care of that for you. We'll bring it. We'll drop it off. We'll take care of you. You know, you don't have to lift it. You don't have to buy it. Let us do that for you.
So kind of looking forward, what's our new new things to look forward with Northwood Paddle? Where are we trying to go from, from here? I mean, you've conquered the kayaking world and now it sounds like you got the snow stuff going. What other fun things are you looking at doing that you're going to, that we can look forward to seeing? So, you know, our website is, it, it's go northward. You know, our, a lot of our word go, go northward. We like to expand north, continue on north. Okay. So our next stop is going to be Wausau. Okay. So right now we're in talks with business owners, um, some vacant land on opening up a, another location up in Wausau. So it's one of those things where if we have a lot of visitors from Wausau come down here, mm-hmm. maybe we'd have a lot of here that they can take trips up to there and vice versa. Right. right. You know, I would love to kayak somewhere other than Wazicha, you know, all the time. And there are. There's Nebco, there's Wisconsin River, there are other options. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of parts on the Wisconsin River. There's a lot of cool spots on the river. But, you know, Wausau's not too far away, once again. And, we're, you know, we're up 39. So that's our that's our biggest expansion we'll see because Wausau's a larger city, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're hoping to end uh, our last location in Merrill. So we might open both next year. And it, we kind of got approached very similar to how we got Gerke Park, the, the okay. warming house, the ice yeah. skate rink. We had the city parks department say, hey, do you do ice skate rentals? I will if you want me to. You know, it's because I like to skate. You know, give me that option. Right. And we had a, it was actually, I believe, a county board member. Could have been a city council. Now, I, I can't remember exactly what his role is. He came kayaking with us at Wazicha, came, did it. Uh, the the smaller trip at Iverson and then the longer trip with his whole family, big family at Iverson and says, how can we get you to Wasa? Oh, wow. So that's very common where they see we're professional. Mm-hmm. We have high quality equipment, high quality staff, instruction. They want us there. So Lake Wasa, that's kind of where we're looking at possible next stop. And I've done some power boating up there and it, it is just as much of a gem as it is here in Wisconsin Rapids. Absolutely. Um, what's neat up in the Wasa area is you've got a little bit larger lake connected to other little bit larger lakes along the way. So you get both of, you know, like you're saying over at McDill, but this is more continuous along the river. It opens up and narrows down and, and really fluctuates like that. It's really, really nice. And you make a great point. So we're not deaf. We're always still in discussions of being, what else do we rent? Sure. You know, more on the powerboat side. It'd be more on the pontoon side. But that's also, that's probably Lake, why Lake Wasa has come up so much is the recreation as well. You know, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's similar to Lake Wazicha, where you have a combined recreation, silent sports, fishermen, mm-hmm. everything there, you know. But we're always looking for that. But yeah, ending in Merrill. Yeah, I can end at Merrill because I have like a built-in staff. I have family there. Okay. So I know I have nieces that could work for me. For a couple of years, at least, right? <laughs> right. Because that's always, that's everyone's struggle these days, mm-hmm. workers. We've been blessed, I'll knock on wood, that we keep being blessed with high quality, really good workers. We found a niche with the local high school. Uh, Craig Brown does a really great job on getting our kids ready for after high school. But during high school, I feel that's where they should learn about a small business. Sure. Mm-hmm. So our, our kids, our workers, they're kids. You know, they're 17, 18, some 16. You know, they run a point of sale system. They deal with customers. You know, they're, they learn a lot of good life lessons. And of course they can't really play on their phones because there's no reception out there, which, which is helps. nice. Yeah. But we've been, that's where we found our niche with our employees is the high schools, you know, early colleges. So we've been continuing that and we're hiring for both our ice rink and powers bluff right now. And when we open up, we got a lot of applications. So I think people like to work with us, which is a good feeling. Is mm-hmm. there a, a contact point on your Go Northwood website? So we actually love it on Indeed. Okay. Uh, Indeed seems to be the, in my opinion, it attracts uh, someone who's really looking for a job. You know, I know there's Facebook, you know, jobs. It's on there. But a lot of our really, you know, I feel I'll say our high, our high quality hires came from Indeed, where they want not just to work for us, they want to be part of us. You know, they want mm-hmm. to be part of the family. Do you see a lot of um, college students from Stevens Point wanting to see how you're doing this and kind of getting that like internship 
possible. So that way, you know what, I want to start my own business. I see what they're doing. This is an awesome, I want to join and partner with you. Do you see a lot of that or not yet? Not yet. And okay. it's, we're trying to work towards, I know Corey Huck, who's, he's a Dean up there. Mm-hmm. He, he partners a lot with the chamber here as well. He's at our local events. You know, he actually approached us to try to do that development, okay. you know, career development. I would love that. Right now, Northward does that does that with the chamber here. Right. We work for career development. We give talks. But really, it's the college student where they're in the, for Stevens Point, it's Department of Natural Resources jobs. Everyone knows that. I go to Point to be a forester. Mm-hmm. I go to Point right. to be a DNR job, right? We're in the same walk of life, but, you know, you own your own business. You're outdoors. You have to be a steward of the land. You mm-hmm. know, we have a lot of our staff. They'll go out and they'll maintain rivers, clear rivers. They're putting in docks. But you learn, you know, first aid, CPR. There's a lot of things you learn when you, you work with us. You know, and I won't say for us. You work with us. Mm-hmm. I'm on one end of the kayak carrying it with them. You know, it's we're partners. But I'm hoping to get more involved with the college up there to say, hey, you know, this is what we do. This is how we've grown. You know, small business entrepreneurship, I think, is it's a key point in the future of Wisconsin. Right. Yeah. It really is. listings in the area head over to myrapids.com and of course our social media outlets and carrie you have a phone number don't you yes i do it is 715-323-2577 so it's also a very textable number so if you prefer to text you know feel free to do that all right well you guys all have a great central wisconsin day and we'll talk with you soon Stay tuned and come back for hour two of My Rapids Real Estate Show, where we take a deep dive into central Wisconsin real estate market and more housing-related topics.